This is Tech Unmuted, the podcast of modern collaboration, where we tell the stories of how collaboration tools enable businesses to be more efficient and connected with your hosts, George Shanestein and Santi Cuellar. Welcome to Tech Unmuted. Welcome to today's episode of Tech Unmuted. Today, we're going to take a look at what's happened in the last year from an AI standpoint, and also start to think about where we think it's going in 2024 and even beyond that a little bit. I do want to point out to everybody, subscribe. We want to see you out there. We want to see you following us and give us a like, give us some comments uh, in the box below, and we will respond to those and maybe do an episode on them if, if the comments weren't more of that. But Sante, I'll turn it over to you to start this off. Yeah. So, you know, can you believe <laughs> it's been a year, a year since ChatGPT made its big announcement that its latest large language model was now available for, you know, general consumption. Um, yeah. By the way, when they announced it, I believe it was ChatGPT 3, <laughs> right? And then it didn't take that long. Like a few months later, all of a sudden we had ChatGPT 4. Uh, but yeah, it's been it's been about a year. And I think seriously, when I when I think about it, um, to me, that was the kickoff of what I want to call the generative AI era. I understand that it's been in development for a long time. There's been milestones. I mean, we did a whole 10 year review of how we got here. But yep. seriously, think about it. It's now generally available. I think that kicks off a new era for generative AI, and that's the way I've I've always felt about it. Um, but yeah, George, it's been a year. Like, remember we talked about this a year ago. Yeah, and it's been a year of rapid advancement, right? The, the oh, yeah. capabilities have increased exponentially. The usability of the outputs has increased exponentially. Yes. You can you can use it from a a daily task standpoint today with business that you weren't able to do it a year ago. No. It was helpful a year ago. It it and we've been using it right for now over a year, pretty actively. We got great benefits out of it when we go back 12 to 15, even 18 months ago. Yeah. But it's so much more productive today than yeah. it was back then. Yeah, it's true. And and by the way, the advancements, right? Even this in this last year they have they have happened so fast and everybody is jumping in on this right so yes while while open ai which is the company that launched chat gpt was kind of like the first one to like really hit the market with that general availability of of that of that chatbot uh it wasn't long long after that right we heard google gemini uh yep. we had we had microsoft launch its co-pilot uh, which is uh, making a big splash right now. And what just happened maybe a month ago? X, right? Elon yep. Musk said, hey, I have my own generative AI platform. <laughs> and his entire pitch is, while ChatGPT is only as good as January, or actually December of 2022 data, uh, he claims that his is, is up to date all the time. And so now they're going to compete about uh, on the, on stuff like that. Uh, anyway, so um, everybody sees the potential. So now you also you see everybody jumping on this wagon and and 
it's really going to be, it, it really is a revolution when you think about it. Um, I remember you and I had a guest last year. He was a guest for, uh, it was, it was for a, uh, a contact center company, and he was responsible for AI. And his entire opening, I don't know if you remember this, he, even, this was even before, like this was early on in the early stage of ChatGPT. He says, this is the next gold rush. Remember yeah. he said that? Yep. It feels that way. Everybody's rushing, right, to get their version of this generative AI. And so, um, and that's where we, that's what's happened the last 12 months. It's been a revolution. It's been fast. Not only has it been fast, it's been continuous. Like it has not let up. And that's what's amazing about this, right? It's not like a, a, a one hit wonder. It just continues to evolve. So there it is. That's all happened in literally the last 12 months. And it's crazy. Yeah, it's been. And again, it's the speed of change that has mm -hmm. had such an impact because there are deficiencies when you use the platforms and you may struggle with elements of it, yeah. but they really quickly get addressed. And it <laughs> oh, is yeah. a continuous learning model that exists within the LLMs that allows that to happen. And now with things like the customizable co-pilots oh, yes. that you can use for a specific purpose, that, that makes it even more useful from a business standpoint and is yeah. going to increase the impact. By the way, that's where Microsoft set themselves apart from everyone else, right? The fact that, hey, not only do I have this, this AI that I can offer to make it more productive, but what do I, why don't I just open up the, the gates and let you make your own? Nobody's doing that yet. They're and it's first. in an easier to use platform and interface. Yeah. So it is really the difference between a platform play and a standalone. Pretty much everybody else is in a standalone mode. But having it in a single platform where you use 365, maybe you use Azure for, yep. for other elements of your infrastructure or your business, sort of in between that sits this ability to do the customized co-pilots yeah. in an in interface that's easy to use. And we talk about it all the time. It's low code, it's no code, it's those kind of things. Right. But it allows the everyday user yeah. to get out there and take advantage of it. We will talk <laughs> a little bit as we go through where we think this is going. Yeah. There there are some pivot points that are going to take place in 2024 that will either make this fully mainstream or may commoditize the whole thing and sort of mm. distribute it a little differently than we we see it playing out today. Very interesting. Very interesting. Um I guess the other aspect of this, so I mean this is where we're at, right? 12 months now like what's 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 going to continue to happen i think it's going to continue to evolve right it's i i don't think we've seen the ultimate um offering it, it it's not there yet it's going it's going to be a continuous involvement and the progress in which ai is 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 going to move will continue to be as fast i don't think it's going to slow down anytime soon. Um, I almost feel like AI progress is it's almost like self-reinforcing, right? Yep. And, and what I think is going to happen is I think we're going to see in 2024, a lot of companies struggling, trying to catch up, right? I, I think it's just, it's, I think it's normal for something that, because it's happening too quickly. They're still trying to figure out 
uh, how to use ChatGPT four, which launched a year ago. Yep. Now, now, you, now they have to figure out how to use Copilot, which, by the way, is better because you can use your own data. And so they're trying to figure that out. I think there's going to be a struggle with that. And unlike the PC revolution, which was a big revolution, I think AI's constant evolution is going to leave very little time for companies to like adapt to this and 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 make it a permanent thing. It's actually, I think it's going to be a permanent revolution when you think about it. It's going to be an ongoing revolution. So I think this this is where we're going to be in the next few months. Is what I'm saying. So. Yeah, I agree. And there's there's a lot that goes into that. There's there is the sort of public versus private data. Yeah. So is it is it grounded against my own data? And am I learning within my own environment or am I using fully public data and interacting with it? Or is there a hybrid of the two? And really the model is hybrid of the two where yeah. I think of a lot of learning will happen outside the corporate walls and make the inside the corporate wall LOMs, AI, however you term it, work better yeah. and advance more quickly. But there's there's still that play across all of those. You do have a lot of individual users as well, and you have other other ways to utilize the 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 AI. There yeah. are fully publicly facing things where shared data is fine. I think one of the keys we're going to see is we're going to you will start to unravel data within organizations, and you're going to quickly see where you have clean data and where you don't have clean data. And where you don't have clean data, the output is is not gonna be as substantial and as useful. But I think there will be a lot of efforts to make sure that the data that's being grounded against is clean, and maybe the AI help cleans it. It could look maybe, for anomalies in the data and sure. make recommendations. Yeah. But I've seen it at many organizations I've worked with, in particular CRM data, CRM data usually ends up being a collection of things that have been merged together and not well managed. So to ground that data and use it for AI, it's going to be good, not great. Maybe as an interim step going in and using the AI to help identify issues in the data and make it more robust and then use it as a source to get outputs from may lead to a better overall outcome. But why don't we shift a little bit and talk about what do we think? What are one or two things we think going into 2024 and beyond that are that we're going to see and that are going to be yeah. impactful? Well, so I think that, first of all, we're going to see a very interesting uh, form of business transformation. I almost feel like the business transformation has to be kind of like a dual intent, right? In other words, it's it's as if. As if success inside of this AI era is going to require, in my opinion, companies to simultaneously adopt not just mature technologies, but they have to really, really intentionally be ready for the experimentational technologies, yep. the stuff that's emerging and, and it's emerging quickly. I think this is also why, you know, while Copilot in theory sounds great, adoption is going to take a while. What they have to change how they think about business transformation. They're going yep. to have to have a dual intent, and they're going to, and they shouldn't have fear <laughs> of 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 embracing the newer stuff, the stuff that they're experimenting with. So I, I just think that's one thing we're going to start seeing as far as corporate behavior. I don't know where your take is on that, but I see that. 
Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, the, the, the big pieces, and we've talked about this a lot before, there's a pivot point that's going to take place. You're yeah. either in the game or you're not. Correct. And if you choose to take a conservative, you know, highly risk adjusted view of what you do from a business standpoint, you are going to be left behind. 100%. I believe that. So, I really do. And it, we've seen it with technology adoption for 50 years, right? Yeah. The people who lag in the technology adoption mm -hmm. do not perform as well going forward. And the people who lean in do. And this is a the, the rapid nature of this, how this is moving forward really requires you to make a decision and be deliberate. And to your point, there are things you're experimenting with you need to quickly implement. There was a yeah. lot of fear in the market six, eight months ago where is it going to take people's jobs? Is it going to yeah. have this negative impact? I don't hear as much of that in the market. There is a drive to make sure that things are done in a in a safe, you know, ethical, reasonable, ethical risk way. adjusted way. Sure, sure. But you've got to make decisions today as a business leader. If you do not make a decision today, you will absolutely be left behind. Yeah, and as of right now, you know, Copilot is limited, right? Because only the enterprise customers, those who have an enterprise agreement, have access to it today. Yep. Uh, I'm referring to specifically Copilot for Microsoft 365, right? For that the whole yep. suite. Uh, but they already they already said in a call that I was on that early next year, they didn't give me a time frame. It's going to be generally available. Well, you need to start thinking about if you're not part of the enterprise. Uh, agreement uh, arrangement with Microsoft, your you know standard company that just buys licenses as needed. Well, you need to start thinking about when and how you're going to implement Copilot. And yep. by and, and by the way, we're you know our hopes is that the amount of content we're putting out to try and help and explain how Copilot works, how where where you can it can have an impact, what are some of the use cases. I hope this type of content is helping customers uh and, and 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 organizations reach that decision but yeah it's coming so you need to be an early adopter um uh, i'll tell you what george the the last thing i'll mention as far as what's coming i almost feel like i almost feel like i can i can visualize it uh, what i'm about what i'm about to say i can yeah. i can literally visualize but so yes we have all this generative ai we have all this, all this, all these copilots, all these things rolling out. Yes, it's great. I think we're going to see it, and I think we're going to see it in 2024. Okay, so I'm not, I'm not trying to pitch something that is so far. No, I'm talking about what's coming next year. I yep. feel that next year we're going to see something, and we're going to see the rise. Listen carefully, not the rise of machines <laughs> that came out of a, a Terminator movie. No, I think we're going to see the rise of autonomous intelligent agents in other words think of a co-pilot that you customized but you don't need to tell it what to do in other words here's an intelligent agent it ha it's going to it's going to take action with a minimal or none whatsoever human interaction yep. okay and and it's going to independently plan it's going to execute tasks uh it's going to make decisions it's going to even uh uh maybe even uh trigger workflows without you telling it to and i believe that that's going to be the very very next 
disruptive phase of the AI evolution. And it's going to happen in 2024. That's my prediction. I agree. And it's you see little pieces of it today, sometimes in security, mm -hmm. where there's AI monitoring. It's sort of doing things on its own. It's That's generally right. then triggering something to a uh, somebody in a SOC or mm -hmm. wherever who's who then makes the actual decision on what's what's to be done but it's that that autonomous piece taking it then to really all of the end user community letting you customize and do things right. because today it, the way 99.9 percent .9 of the interactions have with an end user with ai is they go out and they trigger something to happen record this meeting and you know within teams premium it records it and it gives you analysis of the meeting it's a prompt to prompt exactly. Yeah. I need, I want an image developed. So I go to, to Dolly within ChatGPT and I say, create this picture for me or whatever the image is. Or I say, review this document and tell me where it can be improved or streamlined. But to have AI sitting next to you, for example, in Word, actively right. monitoring, and as you're working through the document, say, Hey, Sante, this document isn't really concise and clear. Exactly. I have some recommendations for you. And by the exactly. way, here is the recommendation. And allow you to make the decision of do you add it or do you not add it. <laughs> to your point, you alluded to it. Just yeah. you're in a meeting and it automatically is taking the meeting notes mm -hmm. more or less by default and maybe making the decision of, hey, that was George and Sante talking about vacation. I'm not going to give any prompts or recommendations on that. But then there's another conversation that's a business conversation, and it is going to come back and say, I know you had this conversation on Teams, and here's a recommended set of next steps. Even though you didn't ask me for it, here's what exactly. I think. Exactly. So. Here's a good one. Ready? We're in a meeting together, right? In the context of the meeting, you say, hey, we probably need a second meeting to follow up on this. Yep. So what's the next step everybody does? They start searching for an available date and time. Somebody, no, have the have the AI prompt right away. I see you guys want to schedule a follow-up meeting. Yep. I already looked, and here's when you're all available. Do you want me to book it? Book it. I didn't tell it to search it. Everybody knew to look for it. Or here's one, because we're marketing guys, right? So maybe we are planning uh, some major, what, what, what do companies do at the beginning of every year? They have a sales kickoff, right? So yeah. maybe, maybe you have a sales kickoff meeting and you're coming up with a theme and guess what? The AI already generates for you four or five images based on, yeah. you imagine? And then it just, oh, by the way, in case you want an image, I went ahead and generated these based on our conversation yeah. and I, I didn't trigger it. It just did it. So that is my vision for 2024, I am going, I think we're going to see more autonomous, smart agents that are working alongside you that will require very minimal, if not no human intervention whatsoever. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, folks, this kind of brings this podcast to a close. There was a quick little uh, nutshell overview of what's happened in the last 12 months with AI. And um, hey, Maybe 12 months from now, we'll reference this and see if we were right <laughs> with our predictions. Or, or maybe it'll be AI and it won't actually be it's, us. It won't be us. Maybe it'll just be our virtual selves. Maybe we don't have to do podcasts anymore. We'll just have our, our virtual uh, avatars just do it for us. Anyway, yeah, that wouldn't be any fun. Um, <laughs> so that being said, folks, um, 
this does bring our podcast to an end. Uh, again, just want to remind you to please subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Um, uh, and that also includes, if you like to see us as talking heads, having banter, uh, you can do that on YouTube. Uh, but until next time, stay curious, stay connected. Visit fusionconnect.com slash tech unmuted for show notes and more episodes. Thanks for listening.